Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 150 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of chatting with Abby from Raising the Bar. Abby walks us through her recovery journey and how her love for mocktails and non-alcoholic alternatives have actually transcended into quite the amazing business. Abby started Raising the Bar, which is a monthly box subscription, and it includes the most fabulous non-alcoholic alternatives all wrapped up in the most beautiful little box and sent right to your doorstep. What could be better than that? Not too much. As you all know, uh, mocktails and non-alcoholic alternatives make my sober world go ground. In this episode, we also dive into generational trauma and how sobriety is actually helping us curb that and how going forward our children are going to look and have a relationship with alcohol that is going to be completely different. And it's a really interesting conversation of how also not only with alcohol, but how being sober is being a more present parent and again, correcting or mediating that generational trauma that has been passed on for generations and how the buck is stopping with us. This episode is so fantastic, so let's get into it. In this episode, we talk about how dry January is dry January, and I would be remiss if I haven't mentioned my new favorite product. Clever Mocktails has been my NA drink of choice this month. I am absolutely loving their ready-to-drink gin and tonics, especially the pink one. It is so beautiful in a nice clear glass with some ice and a couple garnishes or just on its own. It is so beautiful. And my new favorite, their Moscow Mule. It is absolutely delicious. Their cans are sleek and cute and because packaging. Am I right? Head to clevermocktails.com and get stocked up for dry January. (music) 
Good morning, Abby. How are you? I am so great. New year, new month, new <laughs> goals. I don't know. I don't know about it. How are you feeling about the new year? 2022. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, bring it on and also bracing myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> feeling super excited for a fresh start. I think always nice to have a clean slate, but at the same time, we've all been through the ringer the past few years and yeah. that's that's a real thing. We yeah, definitely I, have, hey, like, oof. I know I don't want to get too like ahead of myself with the new year. You know, I'm just kind of <laughs> like, it's like treading on um, like a lake that is just frozen over. It's like, or, or we're basically in squid games. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can only hope that more of us will make it out of this. Yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe not as extreme. Okay, that was a that was a bit yes. dramatic. But, but timely. But like I feel like in the recovery space, I've been thinking a lot about this lately, actually. Mm. In the recovery space, so many of us we wanna talk about how great it is because it is so great. But yeah. there's also a lot of hard stuff and that's okay. Yeah. And so I'm kind of facing twenty twenty two with like I will do the best that I can and I will show up and I will do the work, but it's also hard and uncomfortable and yeah. like these two trips could be totally yeah I think I think you nailed it with that word and how you articulate it it's it's uncomfortable it's straight up uncomfortable and I think you know in recovery we got to kind of like adjust and kind of get comfortable or familiar with the uncomfortable like that's kind of like the name of the game right like exactly there's no magic pill or there's no like little elf at the, at, at, like underneath the bridge you know if I could tell you where to go to get you know fixed it's right. just getting comfortable with the uncomfortable right and and you can do all the work and there's still more work to do and like that's not a bad thing like our yeah. work will never be done right yeah and as we enter into the third year third calendar year of the pandemic um there's a lot of fatigue and weariness and yeah a little bit of jaded trepidation as we approach the new year, but I still am really excited, really hopeful, uh, excited to see the momentum surrounding dry January. Yeah. Um, so, so totally yeah, all good things despite a little bit of weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely want to talk about your fabulous business, uh, raising the bar. It's so exciting, and I think it's so needed in our space. Uh, but I wanted to kind of get your story and your background and how like you identify, like what's your relationship with alcohol today? Yeah, absolutely. So um, this past December, I celebrated three years alcohol free, really exciting milestone. Nice. And, um, for I'd say 20 years prior to that, I was a gray area drinker uh, oh. for a very, very long time. I struggled with alcohol and mm-hmm. because I did the work and looked into myself, I decided I wasn't an alcoholic based on the clinical definition. And because I didn't identify as an alcoholic, I thought I should be able to figure it out. Ah, the lovely should. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Only after learning about the term gray area drinker did I realize, Mm. oh, you don't have to be defined as something to say, this is no longer serving me. And it's just not worth it. So that was kind of a turning point for me. And 
after years and years of either taking breaks or trying to moderate or stopping mm. for pregnancies, I finally was like, you know what, that's it. I'm, I'm fed up. I'm sick of trying to make this work. And that was it. Like, yeah. and I think for me, it was this mindset shift of, I don't get to drink anymore. I don't have to drink anymore that I would mm. have an aha moment where it made it like, okay, this makes total sense. And this is what's going on. Yeah. What does, what is gray area drinking? What did that look like for you? Yeah. Gray area drinking for me um, meant that there were times where I could come off as a completely normal drinker, go to dinner or out with friends and have a glass or two of wine and be completely fine, not need or want more. Yeah. Um, Or, you know, take a break for a week or so and not think too much about it. Um, But then in other times, it would look like going to, you know, a work event and Mm -hmm. being away from my family and getting to stay in a hotel and blacking out and waking up with a two day hangover oh, or you know, yeah. going up for the whole day or being like, Oh my God, what did I say to coworkers last night? Or, oh, no. you know, waking up next to my husband and being like, Oh my God, what do I have to apologize for? Like, what did I do last <sighs> night? And yeah, that's the worst. Us, it's the worst. And it's not <sighs> just the day after it's the thinking about what am I going to drink tonight? How do I make sure I don't drink so much that I really mess up? Yeah. When do I get to drink? It's all of the spaces that drinking occupies, even when you're not drinking. Oh, that mental real estate that it takes up. Yes. Right. And do you think that comes from like the control of it? Like where, where do you think that comes from for you? For me, I think it was feeling so uncomfortable with who I was and Mm. the work I needed to do on myself that it was just waiting until I could numb out and finally feel some comfort. And I don't think I realized how much work I had to do on myself until I stopped drinking thinking, Oh, that, that fixes everything. Right. And then you're like, Oh shit, all that stuff is still there. And you now have to deal with it because you're present to deal with it. Yes. So, so yeah, I think it was for me just like the desire to like get that escape. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. And that's really, it's natural. I mean, it's like for a lot of women, like that's, that's their, their story, right. With, with alcohol. And like, I was a drinker from like early high school yeah. and I feel like that discomfort that I experienced, I felt so early on as a young girl, like not feeling comfortable in my own skin insecure about my body, feeling like yeah. I wasn't insert any number of adjectives enough to, to be worthy and then went to a, mm-hmm. a college that had a very heavy drinking culture. Mm-hmm. Um, as most colleges do. As most colleges <laughs> do, 100%. Yeah. And oh my God, I like think about, yeah, I don't even want to think about my own kids going to college someday. We'll have very clear <laughs> conversations. I want them to make their own mistakes, but I want them to learn from mine if they can. Yeah. Actually, that's like an interesting, yeah. Like, how do you navigate that with like kids? Like, you can't just tell them like, Hey, you can't drink or, you know, you can't just tell them what to do, but like, they obviously need to experience things for themselves. But as a mother, you know, who is kind of, you know, crack the code, let's say on your relationship with drinking, like, how do you relay that to your kids? Or is that even a conversation yet? Uh, It's certainly not a conversation for our kids yet, though. Actually, they're they're eight, six and one and a half. And because of the work that we do there, they talk about alcohol a lot. Like they love raising the bar drinks. 
Yeah. Um, the way I explain it to them is, you know, for, for some people, it's, it's something they can enjoy normally and occasionally. And for other people, it's not healthy for them. And it wasn't healthy for me. And we'll change yeah. that conversation to more sophisticated language as they age. But I, th- yeah. I think you pose a really good question. I mean, I really didn't talk about drugs or alcohol with my family growing up in any meaningful way. Yeah. And I, I hope to have a very open and transparent conversation. Um, and it's kind of like a sex conversation. Like a lot of families yeah. don't talk about it. Um, oh my God. I knew nothing about sex. Right. Everything I got was like from TV. Exactly. Like Melrose Place of oh, all like, oof. what? Yeah, I think we just all need to be a little bit more open and honest and vulnerable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Talk to me in a few years. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's interesting. It's like, you know, on, on this podcast, you know, we get everyone's stories and a lot of women are mothers. And I feel like we're really you know, healing ourselves and like kind of stopping this generational trauma or whatever you want to call it, right? With, with us, like the buck kind of stops here. Um, So we can introduce this new kind of lens around alcohol and drinking. And like, especially with your business, like how cool is that? Like your kids can like participate in it. It was not like, oh no, no, you can't have that. Like that's for adults, you know, right off the bat, it, it makes it intriguing yeah. Because you can't have it. If, if it was alcohol, it would make yes. it intriguing, right? It'd be like, ooh. Totally. Ooh. Um, but, you know, the fact that you're, you know, have all these non-alcoholic options and they are, like most of them are safe for kids. Yeah. It's so cool. Like, it's just <laughs> another option. Like, the only, when we were kids, like, first of all, drugs and alcohol, bad. Bad. Right? <laughs> Full stop. Bad like you were a bad person, you would end up homeless, you would be like just a lower level of society. That's how I was raised. And that's how, you know, our parents portrayed it because they were afraid, right? Yes. They're just scared. Like they don't want to, they don't want, I mean, no kid, no parent wants that for their child. Right. Right. Like we don't grow up wanting to be like, oh, you know, and Timmy's going to be an alcoholic. Like, (laughs) (laughs) really working on that one but um you know we do these things out of fear but you are are changing the story right with and you're starting with yourself so you're start you're changing the story that it's not you know alcohol isn't necessarily bad it's just you know people may have an unhealthy relationship with it it doesn't agree with them I think you mentioned this on a recent episode but like you're not out to say nobody should drink. It's, yeah. it's about like, what is the right choice for, for you? And I think yeah. um, there are many people who are normal drinkers who drink it occasionally and healthfully. And for a long time, I was really jealous of those people. I wished I could oh, be like them. I think we all are. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized like, actually, no, it's such a gift to just know that this is off limits for me. It's given me so much. It's literally given me a career. Yeah. <laughs> a community. And I feel like in this weird way, it's kind of my superpower that yeah. I get to, to have this insight into myself and get to do this. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. 
Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. Exploratory work and like you said, break yeah. the cycles of trauma or history that we have. And I really do feel like it's a gift. So, and, and to share it with the kids is, is really, really cool. My son, Jack is eight and he, he's always like, mom, will you make me that cardamom drink? That's my favorite one. Like, hearing him ask for the cardamom drink. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Super sweet. I love that. Like, and it's so special that you get to share like your work with your kids. Like what's yeah. better than that? Like that's what's better the than best. That? Like showing them like, here was something that was a huge struggle and challenge. And I was yeah. able to turn it into something, not just for myself, but to celebrate with a community of people who are looking for alternatives, whether they are sober or so sober curious, or just yeah. taking a break. You know, I think normalizing the choice to not drink for whatever the reason, whether you're the designated driver or right. on a certain medication is something that in a society where now there are gluten-free options and vegan options, like there should be alcohol-free options and that should just be yeah. the default. And yeah, definitely kind of the world that we're moving into. Oh, definitely. Like I went, uh, before the holidays, I went to this insane, like six course dinner. Like I've never, I'm not that fancy, uh, <laughs> but, uh, my friends, you know, gifted me this, this beautiful dinner and it was presented, there was a, a wine pairing and then a non-alcoholic wine pairing. Yeah. But how it was presented was, would you like your wine with or without alcohol? Yes. Isn't yes. that awesome? So great. Yeah. That is the best. And like in the, you know, I'm a big fan of zero proof cocktails, but I also yeah. love seeing these like beers and wines offered at restaurants. Like, I think that's really great. It's not just, you know, juice and soda. It's like these yeah. elevated brand offerings. Um, similarly, my husband and I, who is my business partner, yeah. went on our Raising the Bar holiday lunch, which was just the two of us. <laughs> Cute. Um, Whole team's here. <laughs> and similarly, they had a beer, a wine, and a zero proof 
pairing options. So cool. he got the pair pairing because he does drink. He is a normal drinker. Yeah. And um, the options for the alcohol-free pairings were so interesting, wow. so exciting. And I was like, yes, more of this, like this needs to be the way of the future. So I love hearing that that is happening other places too. And I think oh, yeah. um, the hospitality industry is starting to kind of hear the cry. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, I think we've been loud enough. Um, and there's like more <laughs> and more of us joining on the daily, which is so great. Um, yeah. You know, and that's, that's kind of all we can do is like, I always tell people I'm like, ask your local restaurants, yeah. ask like, you know, ask. where you go. Yeah. Exactly. Because they, they're not aware, like most people in the food and beverage industry, like aren't alcohol free. So right. you're not going to see necessarily that the need for it because, you know, they're operating from their lens. Yeah. Um, so ask, just keep asking. Exactly. Bug and the them. Demand is there. <laughs> the, yeah. I think the landscape is growing so much. I think that's one of the super exciting things about being in this space at this time is yeah. there really is such an influx of new brands and new concepts because the demand is growing and totally the, the market is, is listening. So um, there's more than ever out there. Um, so very, very exciting. Awesome. Why do you think that like these options are so important to someone's recovery? That's a great question. And I think there is a little bit of mixed opinion out there. I think in the kind of older yeah. school days when for many AA was the first and maybe only choice for recovery, yep. um, you know, the idea of an alcohol-free beer, wine, or cocktail could be considered a trigger. And for some people it is a trigger. And yeah. um I think you have to be really mindful when you make the choice to, to consume an alcohol-free drink, if that's the right thing. For me, it was a tool in my tool belt that was yeah. hugely instrumental to my success because for me, the idea of an alcohol-free drink is replacing that empty glass in your hand with something celebratory and joyful. And yeah. The ritual of drinking is about socialization and camaraderie and joyfulness. And there's no reason that that can't be done with something zero proof. But I remember those early days, mm-hmm. not having anything in my hand and just feeling a little bit like, what do I do with my hands? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gesturing too much. Yeah. Or like soda water. Like soda water. Exactly. Like that's why I started raising the bar to begin with it. We um, yeah. went to a New Year's Eve party. This was 2018. And it was like, two weeks after I quit drinking. Oh. I was like, I'm going to a New Year's Eve party. Like, what am I going to drink? Like, I can't have another seltzer water. Yeah. So, um, having all these different options really does feel like a tool in the, the toolbox to have something that feels special. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria LG Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. 
It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Something that tastes delicious, that's Mm. festive, and doesn't make you feel like you're depriving yourself. Like you've already made the choice to take away something that, you know, can temporarily make you feel better. So like we need to come at it from a place of joy and celebration rather than deprivation. Um, And that's how it has been, again, personally for me. I know that others are different and, you know, it it really is a personal choice, but I think it's great that we have these options. Yeah. And I think, I think you're totally right. I mean, the straight, I like to call them like the parallel or straight alternatives, like the alternatives to like spirits or beer or wine and stuff like that. I think, yeah, like you need to, first of all, like you need to know what you are capable of handling. Right. Right. Just in life. Um, (laughs) And if that's, if that's, you know, going to be a trigger or an issue for you, then like there's tons, like you said, tons of alternatives that don't mimic or, or aren't parallel to, um, you know, uh, not uh, alcoholic options. So, and, and that is so, so cool. Like there's so many, like I'm a huge kombucha fan. Oh, it's the best. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I go in, in waves, but like kombucha is always my go-to. It's just like, I'm a kombucha girl. I love it. We went to <laughs> a concert. I think this was the first summer that I got sober. Yeah. And they had like a, you know, a beer trolley on tap, but then they had a kombucha tap. And I was like, yes, yes I am at a concert and I have my solo cup filled with kombucha. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. Like that's, that's great. Fantastic. Right. It's like just a little thing that just makes such a difference. Right. 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 Exactly. And it's like, it's really not a a hard thing to offer or provide. No, you like money, like get some non-alcohol options on your bar. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) That's another interesting thing. I think a lot of people have seen the rise in some of these alcohol-free cocktails on the menu or wines or beers. And they're like, there's no alcohol in it. Like, why is it the same price? And I think that's so funny in a landscape where a lot of the processes that some of these spirits are made are going through the same exact process as a traditional spirit. Yeah. We still want a a wonderful, good tasting quality product. So I think recognizing that these are valued in the same way, like they're an elevated experience. Um, I remember thinking when I got sober, I'm going to save so much money not drinking jokes on me. I spent all my money on all of the products out there. It's beautiful, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, definitely. It's also kind of funny like like when when you just said how we value like alcohol Mm -hmm. is is more expensive like so what are you actually paying for like are you paying for the buzz are you like what is what is the justification for spending like 12 to 15 dollars 100 percent. i would gladly pay 12 to 15 dollars to have a clear head in the morning and have it having held a beautiful drink. I think that's such a great question. Yeah. And um, yeah, really, really valid. It just shows like where our values are at still. Right. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. like even not drinking like I mean I do it too just out of I don't know subconsciously right right but it's interesting like why do I value why do I think that this this deserves or is warranted to be more expensive yeah I feel like interesting question we should blame big alcohol marketing on that I mean they sell us this glamorous, exotic, sexy lifestyle and the price tag that goes with it. Um, But it's glamorous and sexy to me to be sober and happy. (laughs) Totally. Not face down in a toilet. Yeah, that was not sexy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely not. Um, So talk to me about raising the bar. How did that come about? How did you start your business? Yeah. So um, that same New Year's Eve party I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. we left, um, we, we then had two kids and we left them with the grandparents and we're driving to go to a party with friends. And mm-hmm. um, it was a two hour, two hours away. So we had all oh, this wow. time in the car to chat kid free. And um, we were talking about, oh gosh, what am I going to drink at this party? How is it going to be? All of that stuff. And I was like, I wonder if, somebody makes like a alcohol-free cocktail kit. Like that would be something really fun that I would Mm -hmm. love to have at a party like this. And my husband was driving and I was Googling in the passenger seat and I was like, nobody's making this. Like, we should, we should make this. And it was literally like two weeks after I quit drinking that the idea um, came to us. Yeah. Then uh, fast forward a year later, I was pregnant with our third. It was February, 2020. And we were like, okay, I'm about to have this baby in May. Like we really should launch before the baby is born. So mm-hmm. that we just, we're either going to do it or we're not. So let's just do it now. Okay. So we started working with a graphic designer and started getting some momentum. And then the pandemic happened. <laughs> no. Pregnant, working full time, two kids schooling at home. Oh. And so everything kind of halted and we were just in survival mode at that point, just trying to get the birth of the baby and make sure everything was okay. Yeah. Um, and then it was over the summer that we kind of picked back work up. And the day before I went back to work was when we launched um, the, <laughs> the business. So it was September Whoa. 2020, um, went back to work the next day and that's, that's it. Whoa. It was a crazy time. <laughs> that's Amazing. So how do you pick the, I mean, the boxes are very curated. Like how do you pick the products? Yeah. So um, the word curated is great because I actually used to do curatorial work in art museums. So I just love products and oh. how things look together. And um, also before I quit drinking, I was always the one whipping up the cocktails and exploring mm. mixology and coming up with creative things. So I've always loved beautiful things, tasty things. So there's a whole lot of experimentation that goes on on our kitchen at home. Yeah. Um, we have our dining room is basically like an alcohol-free ingredient warehouse. So <laughs> we always start with like a theme. Okay. And then have a few ingredients in mind to test with. And we just trial and error and go through a bunch of iterations until we get to that month's drink. Um, and we always want to do something that's you know, relatively seasonal. So like for this past December, we did um, a sugar plum whiskey sour. So a little nod to the holiday season. And yep. we used um, Sexy AF's alcohol-free crispy whiskey yep. um, as a base. So so yeah, we, we do all the recipe development ourselves and um, wow. love, love, love working with all of the brands because there's so many incredible brands out there. Yeah, Not just in the alcohol-free space, but like we work with, you know, 
uh, cocktail syrups that somebody might traditionally use for a regular cocktail, but we'll use those um, in the the recipes as well. So that's, I think for me, the most fun is the creativity there. Wow. That's so cool. I had no idea that you, you're the brains behind the (laughs) the mixology. Yeah. It's funny. I always say things like the raising the bar team. The team is me. Consists of me, myself, and I. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it's funny. We now have like a warehouse that helps us by packing and shipping things out. But until September of this past year, my eight-year-old son was packing boxes with us. Like it was a family affair. Yeah. Um, But it's been just so, so cool because, you know, we talked about taking a break from drinking is not just for people who have decided that sobriety is the way to be. You might be taking a break for a pregnancy or a medication or whatever. And Mm -hmm. one of the most exciting things is seeing, especially this past holiday season, all the gift notes that people are putting into these boxes. So Mm -hmm. one is like, you know, somebody writing to their wife saying, you know, I'm so excited to get to renew this six times. Like we're, I'm so happy to become a parent with you or somebody who is going through, you know, treatment for liver cancer, who has a great prognosis on the horizon, but right now they can't drink alcohol and they missed their nightly cocktail and their friend bought the box for them so they could keep up that ritual. So there's so many exciting reasons that people need options like this. And I am so proud to be able to offer elevated creative options that allow them not just to crack something special open, but really get creative and curious in the kitchen while they make it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So can you give us a little kind of like insight of what may be in the box? Like what can you expect? Yeah, definitely. So each month you get ingredients to make at least four drinks. And oftentimes you'll get an ingredient or two that will have extras in there and we'll give you tips on how to use them up. Okay. Usually either an alcohol-free spirit or tea as a base. Um, we usually include sparkling mixers, whether it's tonic or uh, flavored sparkling water or, um, you know, sparkling tea or something like that. Mm-hmm. There might be bitters. We like to include garnishes. So whiskey sour came with a sugared plum that was skewered as a little garnish. Wow. Or a cinnamon stick or a dried blood orange slice. Um, yeah. And we'll also usually include like a barware or accessory, whether that's cocktail napkins or a wow or things like that. So it really is a fun experience and um, a great way to either enjoy on your own or with a friend. Um, Mm -hmm. We've seen some friends like send a Christmas box to somebody and they order their own so they can have a virtual. But each box is different. Um, You're you're not going to see the same things in there. And it's just a really fun way, I think, also to explore some of the products. So yeah. Um, building out your own at-home bar cart, like you'll get to see what's out there uh, because the, the landscape is so robust and it's totally really overwhelming in a great way. So we love sharing the brands with people. That's so cool. I love this because like I'm not a mixologist by any means. <laughs> I am more of like a ready to drink kind of yeah. gal. Um, and so this would like really take me out of like my comfort zone and really get me trying new things. Which exactly. I like to do. I'm yeah. I'm down to do. <laughs> yeah, so you'd be trying new things, and we also um, record videos and tutorials to kind of teach you some of the you know traditional oh. methods. So, okay, for instance, the whiskey sour last month um, included 
you have to add an egg white to it or aquafaba to get that kind of foaminess and so okay they teach you how to do a dry shake so that you get that nice foamy cap on your drink or cool yeah different things like that so it's it's a really fun way to, to build out your skills and your bar cart nice wow what a great idea thanks yeah and I, I love this so came excited. from your need like your want for something Yes, elevated a very and more interesting. personal pain point and yeah. you know that when we launched because we were just in this weird climate of pandemic and new baby and all of that it was kind of like we don't have time to test this out we'll just see how it goes and yeah. it it was so exciting to see like oh wow like a lot of people have been waiting for this and yeah. uh, it's just so gratifying again to to be able to bring this to people and, and share in the joy and community so i feel very very lucky very cool. Uh, Abby, where can people find you? So you can find us at weareraisingthebar.com. Okay. And on Instagram at weareraisingthebar. Okay. And now you still, you're still taking uh, orders for January, right? For dry January. For That's anyone right. who wants to get in, exactly. um, get some cool supplies, get a box to yourself or a friend. Yep. So if you order before January 25th, you'll get our dry January box as Ooh. your first box. And it features a full-size bottle of Monday Gin Alternative, which is a wonderful product. Wow. Four recipes in this one. So this is actually one of our kind of more exciting boxes launching the year. With uh, Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so, so much for sharing your experience and your knowledge. Uh, it's been so great to talk to you. And I oh, can't wait to get my box you. on. Yes, <laughs> thank you for the work you do. Podcasts were such a great tool in my early recovery journey. So I'm very grateful for the work that you do. Oh, thank you. How great is Abby? And she's been so generous to give our listeners 15% off their next order. Use promo code ASGG15 for 15% off your next box. Head to weareraisingthebar.com to get your dry January box now. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your comments. We love your feedback about the podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at a sober girl's guide. And don't forget to sobergirlsguide.com. We got you covered at any stage of your journey. We have your back. Head to sobergirlsguide.com, not only for dry January, but for anything in between. At any stage of your recovery process, we gotcha. Head to sobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.